Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the mystical temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 21, part 6, pages 651 through 654. Chapter 21, The Restoration of the Mystical Temple, Part 6. I do not, however, advise against admonition, for everybody has a commandment concerning his neighbor. Yet I do not permit connivance, since it destroys entire communities. In this regard, I want charity to be joined to prudence and patience. For the Apostle also gave this injunction to Timothy, Proclaim the word, be persistent, whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Convince, reprimand, encourage, through all patience and teaching. That's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. For the rest, to fulfill the law of fraternal correction, it is sufficient to not approve an action, if corrections cannot be done otherwise. For who would begin to contest with the mighty about the good, unless perhaps you have been armed with the grace of God, in which case I shall advise you to proceed to the battle, and you will either die or conquer. You have great examples of great men. Among the Hebrews there is John the Baptist, among the Latins Boethius, with Symmachus and Martin, with Gregory, among the Greeks, Chrysostom, with Basil, among the English, Thomas of Canterbury, with Moore, the other Thomas, among the Poles, passing over other nations in silence, the glorious Bishop Stanislaus, and others of great renown. While they bravely accused others of transgressions, or made admonitions, or did not support impiety, they experienced most intense hatred, or exile, or death. Do you have so much grace? Then dare to not spare the wicked, and you will obtain the crown. Those who are accustomed to teach the ignorant should consider that the following saying of the prophets refers to them. Those that instruct so many to justice shall shine as stars for all eternity. I, that's from Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. I said little. Those who will instill a knowledge, love, and fear of God in others' hearts will come near to the titles of God's mother. Oh, how admirable are Christ's co-workers, who only, in consideration of his love, sincerely and carefully put forth to children, especially to those who are ignorant and uncouth or in error, all that is necessary for salvation, for leading life in a Christian way, for avoiding vices and embracing virtues. No work of mercy is more distinguished than this. None is more blessed. Such a task is fulfilled in schools by teachers, in our churches, church schools by churchmen, in their homes by parents who inform their offspring of these those things without which eternal salvation cannot be had. But most of all, those who exercise the profession of teaching Christian doctrine, when this is neglected, Alas, how many souls fall into hell! Here I give undying thanks to all those who brought me a knowledge of God and virtue. 
all those who taught me in my ignorance. I ask Jesus not to take away the heavenly reward from them, whether they did this by words or by good examples. May his majesty deign to impart also to me his grace, so that I do not neglect anything in this regard. Moreover, I beg him to grant as much light and ardor to all those who have the care of souls as they need, in order to imbue those who are committed to, to their faith and virtue with all moral perfection. And may he most of all bestow the apostolic spirit on preachers and parish priests, since by their hard work countless numbers of people should be lifted up to the heavens. Finally, as an example, we make clear and assert the great mercy of the saintly Prince Ladislao Jagiello. Indeed, as Duke of Lithuania, chosen to be King of Poland on the proviso that he would embrace the Catholic religion, later he burned with such a great zeal to bring his people to the worship of the true God that he personally explained the principal points of the faith to them. He spared no efforts in bringing them into the sheepfold of Christ, and so from Grand Duke of Lithuania to become a Grand Apostle. He could deservedly pray with the King Psalmist, I will teach transgressors your ways, that sinners shall return to you. That's Psalm 51, verse 15. Well, here, St. Stanislaus continues his reflection on admonishing the sinner or fraternal correction. He calls on us to employ charity, prudence, and patience. Conversions rarely take place immediately. St. Paul called on Timothy to be persistent. If people will not accept a correction, we can at least be clear that we are not approving a sinful action or a lifestyle. However, if God is giving us a special grace to clearly proclaim the truth, uh, no matter the, the risk to our own lives, then we should follow that inspiration. And he gives examples. For example, in the Bible, St. John the Baptist left no doubt where he stood on certain issues. He called the Pharisees a brood of vipers. He corrected Herod at the cost of his own life. St. Stanislaus then lists a number of martyrs who corrected others at the cost of their lives. They stood up for the truth and gained the crown of martyrdom and of eternal life. But God had given them a special grace and a special inspiration to follow that path. St. Stanislaus then turns to the next spiritual work of mercy, teaching the ignorant. Faith comes through hearing. How can people be saved if no one proclaims the truth of the gospel to them? St. Stanislaus speaks of the rewards that await those who teach others about the kingdom of God. So many are called to this in a special way, such as teachers, priests, religious, parents, catechists, etc. And like St. Stanislaus, we ought to thank God for all of those who have taught us the faith through the years, our teachers, our parents, our grandparents, our catechists, etc. And let's pray for all those who have taught us the truth and all those who spread the light of Christ in our dark world. St. Stanislaus praises a Lithuanian prince who became a king of Poland. Uh, he had been uh, in the Orthodox faith and then he converted to Catholicism when he married the um, Polish queen. He personally taught the faith to his subjects. 
uh, he burned with zeal that all would know Christ and we should have that same burning zeal, the ardor of charity in our hearts to proclaim Christ to all peoples. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.